Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the TNJ Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the TNJ Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J Man Munt. For the 191st time, I'm Tanner Lee, along with Josh the J Man Munt. You're watching on the IC Sports Network or listening on any of the multiple platforms, podcast platforms that we're on, the Tan and J-Man Show Sports Podcast. Another week, another episode, what is going on, J-Man? What up? How you doing? Another day, another dollar. Doing all right? Doing all right. Pretty, 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 pretty good. What do we got on the docket for tonight, J-Man? I have no idea. You have no idea? We'll find out here shortly. We just got to... Gonna wing it this week. Gonna wing it? It's gonna be a wing it week. Wing it week, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever that means. So, well, this episode, like it is every week, as our loyal listeners and viewers, the Tan and J Man Show Nation, should know by now, is sponsored by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, you got the damn smoke. So you got ribs, you got steaks, you got pulled pork. What else could you want? Get your mates. What else could you want? You can also wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Beautiful this time of year. So whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Damn Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. You can contact them on the telephone by 574-223-8950. That was good stuff. That was fun. Good stuff. So last week in our On This Day segment in 1956... Uh, Ford Frick, then the baseball. Ford Frick, then the baseball. Uh, baseball's commissioner implemented the Cy Young Award for the first time. So my question oh, this week: Jacob Degrom has won two Cy Young awards in a row. Yes. Only two pitchers in Major League Baseball history have won three oh, consecutive Cy Young awards. Who are they? It's not getting well. I think you have a decent shot at it this week. Um, I might be putting too much. You're putting too much faith and confidence faith in me, but I appreciate it, J-Man. I feel pretty good You're about good your chances, though. Uh, but Birdie Bogey, as it is every week, is brought to you by the Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Follow them on Insta. Check out their website, Noble Gnome LLC. I did not see... Or watch the video they put on their Facebook page. I think you're cool now, saying Insta. Um, you hip. I've, you like the cool kids. I, f- I feel like a fellow youth. All the cool is, uh, cool cats and kittens out there. Yes. I f- you, you know, that did. it, it might have actually made top of my head get some hair. I felt myself getting younger when I said it. Maybe, maybe that was the antidote for... Have you uh, talked to Brian Erlacher lately? Male pattern baldness. You talked to Brian Erlacher. 
I could talk to him. Some of those hair plugs. Ryan Sandberg as well. He was kind of the first guy that did that same one. But anyways, all over the anyways you were in the middle of it. I apologize. But anyway. Um, Circle the wagons. They had Fry Z lettuce heads, Swiss chard, kale, cabbage, cucumbers, kohlrabi, turnips, beets, basil, cilantro, zucchini, and summer squash at the uh, Kaziosko County Farmers Market Good on stuff. Saturday. Get your veggies. He's back with the shuffle, people. <laughs> He's back. Yes, sir. He is back. You ready to get edumacated? I don't know if that's even possible. I think, I think I'm at my peak knowledge. 28 years old. I don't think I have anything left in the brain. It's just... Uh, boy, oh boy, that's give a it scary to, thought. Give it to me. Though. All right. Yeah, on here. this day, on July 13th, in the history of sports... We've had a few things happen, starting with, on this day in 1934, a guy by the name of Babe Ruth hit his 700th career home run against Detroit. I saw this on Twitter today. There was not one person, or or the second closest player at that time to 700 homers had 350. Wow. And Babe Ruth had 700. Legend. Wait for it. Derry. Okay, Barney Stinson. Yes, I am Barney Stinson. Barney Stinson's a lot cooler than you. Could have just let me have my moment. So is Neil Patrick Harris. You could have let me had my moment. Never. On this day, 1962, the British Open was held at Royal Troon, who won his con- second consecutive Open championship. See, 1962, Arnold Palmer. Good guess, and you are correct. The man's got a heck of a drink. I don't like tea. You don't even like Arnold Palmer? It's more lemonade tasting than tea. I love lemonade. Um, Hate tea. Can't do it. Tried it. Hate it. You're not a coffee guy either, are you? Hate coffee. Well, I I don't like coffee either. Sorry to all the people out there who like coffee. I'm a big tea drinker. I'm a big beer guy. I can respect that. On this day, 1963, future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Early Win won his his 300th and last MLB game at the age of 43. Yes. Yes, he says. <laughs> on this day in 1968, the British Open was held. Of course, this is usually British Open week, um, 16, or it has been in the past. It was at Carnoustie, who won his second of three Open titles. Only three, yeah. Hall of Famer. Still alive. Go with uh, Jack. He beat Jack. Gary Player. Gary Player. He uh, won by two strokes over Bob Charles and Jack Nicklaus. I think the last time you had on this day, I guess, Gary Player for every single one back then. And, of course, the time I don't, uh, I get it wrong. The Black Knight. Uh, what else do we have here? On this day, 1972, the L.A. Rams, Ursay, and Baltimore Colts, Rosenblum, swap owners. I did not know that happened. I didn't either. That's uh, an interesting one. Um, what was Ursay's dad's name? Was it Jim? It wasn't it Bob? By was Bob. Robert or so? Pretty sure it's Bob. Robert. Hey there, Bob. On this day in 1979, California's Nolan Ryan and Boston's Steve Rinko each lost no hitters in the ninth inning. That's rough. Could you imagine being at that ball game? That's rough. That'd be a fun one to be at, uh, although no history was made because they both lost them. 
On this day in 1985, the New York Yankees retired Rogers Maris' number nine and Elston Howard's number 32. Oh, Elston. The Yankees are going to run out of numbers here soon. How many numbers do they have retired? Quite a few. That's a good – I should know that off the top of my head. I don't. There is a lot. A lot. They don't have a, a, a single-digit number that's not retired. 21 numbers. And, and all the single digits are taken. So that leaves uh, 78 numbers left. But on their pace, man, it's going to be a day. They're going to have to go triple digits. I want to see how if there's any that just didn't deserve to be retired at all. Um, Billy Martins probably didn't need to be retired. Uh, Babe Ruth, sure. Lou Gehrig, sure. Joe DiMaggio, sure. Derek Dieter, sure. Derek Dieter. Derek Dieter, sure. Joe Torre, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Berra. Never heard of Bill Dickey. Uh, Roger Maris. Eh. Roger Maris wasn't that great. He just had that record. Uh, Phil Rizzuto, eh. Thurman Munson, that maybe because he died. Uh, Whitey Ford was good. The Jorge Posada's number had no business being retired. Core four, man, they all got retired. He's a solid player. Don Mattingly wasn't good enough to have his number retired. Club can do whatever they want. Um, Mo Rivera, sure. Reggie Jackson, sure. Andy Pettit, probably not. Yeah, the core four. They Ron Guidry, probably not. Bernie. He had a great year. Bernie, probably not. A lot of numbers retired that of players that yeah. weren't Hall of Famers. Yeah. They they could have like nine numbers retired and be. I bet CC's number gets retired. Perfect. That'd be a sham. Bet it does though. Just That's watch. So stupid. Just watch. You can't, get mad about the dumbest things. Can't have beards when you play for the Yankees. You get mad can't about have the dumbest any things. fun. Can't. Uh, well, they don't win, so there's not a lot of fun have, to be had. Uh, can't have a number you want just because some player that played for the Yankees for a decade. If I got paid that much to play there, I wouldn't complain. I'd do what they say. <sighs> the beard thing is the most idiotic thing. I'm really surprised that hadn't changed since uh, two to three stars have passed away. So. Sorry. Uh, let's see. On this day, 1994, former NFL running back, broadcaster, and actor O.J. the Jew Simpson gives hair samples for testing because he was charged with murder the glove did not fit spoiler alert oh man a lot of all-star game baseball game things but give me some mvps man i want to guess these. they most of them haven't even gave me mvps uh, on here they just tell me who won that's not fun that isn't fun i mean none of these are giving me mvps this is an awful the, fun this day the national league didn't win one for a long time no. i remember i forget which team was the first one that actually won like 18 tries. Let's go do it for the last day. It is not a... That was pathetic. Yeah, it was not a good list. We really needed a lot more, too. <laughs> Don't say that. I'll say that. But the On This Day is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience of promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today. Contact them at phone number 574-210-3815. Look in the sky tonight when it gets dark. Why? You know why? Nope. That's Ju- why I said why. Jupiter reaches its peak brightness tonight in the southeastern sky. Largest planet, right? I think so. Pretty sure um, about that. It, will, it will outshine every single star. What time? When it gets dark. Just so about three and a half hours. Yeah, yes, yeah. I would say about uh, ten fifteen or so. You can go out, look up, see if you can see Jupiter. 
You probably won't be able to tell which one's it, but it will be the brightest star out there. Is this supposed to be cloudy tonight? Dude, you're asking the wrong person. I did take an intro to meteorology course, but... Oh, uh, boy, here we go. Unfortunately, I can't tell by the barometric pressure when I stepped outside. Um, so I just... You know, that's just one of them things that um, sometimes is unpredictable, and this uh, seasoned uh, meteorologist just... I can't figure out if it's going to be... Uh, cloudy night or it's i think it's pretty sunny out right now uh, would you I shut know. up yeah <laughs> you're like michael scott more and more every week you're just taking a sentence you don't know where it's going you hope to find it, along the, way. Find it along the way man that was that was gonna go on for a classic tangent there if i didn't get you back on track i'd probably still be going to be honest you're ready to get into I the show stuck. you're ready to dive into the show sure big cannonball big splash big fan of cannonballs well i can, can do a good one too I've seen it. It's impressive. Makes the <laughs> makes the water go out of the pool. It's like Moses parting the Red Sea. It is like it is something, folks. See the uh, one that parted the Red Sea. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, whether you're a seasoned member of the Tan and J Man Show Nation, or if this is your first time watching or listening, hopefully you don't change the channel or pause us. <laughs> but uh, uh, we 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 uh, our our motto is hot takes, topics, picks, and more. But we focus on the Big Ten. The NFL and the MLB usually, among other things, but those are our three big things. Big Ten kind of was in the spotlight this past week. What yes, sir. happened, J-Man? They are playing a conference-only football season uh, for all fall sports. All fall sports. Um, so cross-country, volleyball, but golf. Really, this mainly football was um, talked about just because of the football. Well, the football is the moneymaker. It is the moneymaker. Across all college sports, if they have um, I don't really understand it because as far as, like, just for Illinois anyway. Well, uh, Illinois was one of two teams in the conference I'd say this hurts. It hurts really bad because they had a really easy non-conference schedule. But Who did play? They played at Illinois State. When? Which is 50 miles from University yeah, of Illinois campus. Yeah. Yet they'll go play Rutgers, which is farther yep, away. Yeah. Um, they also had UConn. Arguably the worst team in Division One, yes. maybe not worst team. They're in up Division there though. I. I mean, the AAC kicked them out. Yeah. Um, and they played Bowling Green, so that really yep. hurts them. Hurts Indiana. I'm not 100 percent sure who they played. I'll look it up. I know they, they played. They usually uh, have a really easy schedule. Yeah. Oh, they did. They did. I'll look it up. Uh, but it kills, kills, kills um, the really small schools. I know. Bowling Green was supposed to play Illinois and, I believe, Ohio State. They're losing out on $10 million just for uh, those Indiana was supposed to play Eastern Illinois, uh, UConn, and i got to find the other one here. They opened up. Uh, oh, that's the conference only. Awesome. Oh, They've they, all they got rid of them. And somebody um, else. But still, Eastern Illinois, UConn, that's just like playing Illinois State, UConn. I want to say the other one might have been Ball State. I'm not 100% sure there. That's just like playing Bowling did, Green. Didn't we just so. talk that Ball State lost two Big Ten opponents they were supposed to play? Did they lose two? Because Bowling Green loses That was two. Michigan and Indiana. Could have been. And um, Bowling Green was Illinois and somebody. Ohio State maybe? Michigan? I think it was Ohio State. Uh, it's just it's crushing. Absolutely crushing for schools like that. The Max, The Max uh, schools. Yes. I don't Re- know. Really all of the non-power it's it's crushing for the power i was gonna say as well. I mean, but i mean these smaller schools are going knowing they're gonna get yes. just romped um at a wisconsin or yes. ohio state and but 
their athletic department doesn't care because they're going to make half a million yep. to a million dollars. Yep. Um, and it just kills those athletic departments. I know Southern Illinois was supposed to play at Wisconsin. They're going to lose 500000 for that um, game. Uh, how, how much did you say Purdue was projected to lose? If there's no fall sports, they think between fifty and $60 million. If, if there's none at all? If there's no fall sports at all. It seems like they'd lose more if there were fall sports. Just because if you're not having any fans at all, I mean, you're... Still get TV rights. Ah, TV money. That's big. That's, big to network. That's Huge. where all the money is. I mean, that's where, as far as the NCAA... That's why we're having this conversation. If yes. it wasn't about money, they probably would have canceled everything sure. already. Um, this is going back a ways, but uh, the NCAA's March Madness NCAA tournament um, TV rights are... Like eighty percent of their revenue. It's like eight hundred yeah. million of their one point two billion um, annual revenue. So it's just absolutely crushing. And I don't know how some of these schools are going to be able to survive. Um, of course, I'm going to let the people that are far smarter than me try to figure it out. Um, and I, I don't have they said what the plan is. Are they going to add a conference game to make it an even ten? I, I haven't heard that yet, but I would think they will have to do that. Yes, um, and just I I assume most con- man, what if all conferences follow suit? Um, but and if all conferences follow suit, the independents like Notre Dame, Navy, they will get picked up by conferences sure. for one year. Sure, the ACC already said they would help out Notre Dame. I don't know what. I kind of wish they wouldn't, but <laughs> they have a partnership with basketball. Yes. Um, so you kind of have to. I think all their sports, except out. football. Except and that's football. because NBC. Um, I mean, I wish ACC would say. Which, think about if Notre Dame doesn't have a season, NBC money. We'll, we'll help you out, but you can't have your uh, games on NBC. Yeah. Um, I forget where I was going with that. I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's just not a good situation no. overall. I heard one guy talking today. He could see them instead of adding another game right now and coming out with here's your 10 games you play and win because some of the Big Ten opponents opened up with each other to start the season. Like Purdue and Nebraska is supposed to play the first yeah. week of September. So now you're telling me that are they going to play that day and then have no games for three weeks and then play? I think why this was made was to push the season, give them a little more breathing room and start everything in October. Which I could definitely see that happening. Um, if they were to add another conference game, though, would it just be win five and you're in a bowl? Probably, I I've I was looking at Purdue's Big Ten schedule. I'd say five and five would be a pretty good year for them. Yeah, um, I saw. I think it was DraftKings came out with their over under for um, Big Ten win totals, and I think both Purdue and Illinois were at three and a half. I think Rutgers was at point five. Well, they haven't won a conference game in over two years. Um, they might not win a game. Well, in. This actually, by eliminating the non-conference games, it helps a team like Purdue, who is going to host Memphis, coming off a power, sure. uh, out really of one good of the Memphis big, team. big Bulls, uh, Air Force team that was solid last year. Yeah. Then you're traveling to a Boston College team that has had good teams in the past. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what happens with some of these games. Boston College was a return trip to Boston College to finish that one-on-one series. Got to think that'll be rescheduled sometime in the future if they can. These other two, Memphis and Air Force, they were one-offs. I don't know if those get rescheduled because the problem is you look at Purdue's future schedules, they're kind of filled in for quite a while. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can work that out. Next year they got Oregon State at Notre Dame and at UConn next year already on the books. 
UConn stinks. No, which I'm looking forward to that because I actually <laughs> want to go to that game. I've uh, got a buddy out in UConn, oh, yeah. so I'm hoping to do that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be fascinating. Um, I was listening to a Purdue podcast today, and the, this guy thinks what he could see happening was they come out with three games at a time. Purdue, here's your first three games. <laughs> we'll reevaluate the situation after those three games. If it looks good, then here are your rest. Or what is something kind of like that. He doesn't think we'll see – the whole ten game schedule right, right away laid out with Which, dates. That would be pointless. Yeah. Um. I mean, you don't have to worry about fans getting tickets and yeah. getting hotel rooms and all that. Yeah. Uh, so that would make sense, and I bet we do see him start in October. Because, do you think this is a last ditch effort by the conferences, or is this more of a move to they're confident confident they can have a season as long as they push it back a little bit? Um. I think the second one. I do too. I um, don't think it's a last ditch effort no, yet. Not yet. not yet. I mean, there's still so much. That would time. be kick, cutting it down to like five games. That'd be pointless. You might as well just yeah. cancel. Or moving altogether. it to the spring. Or moving to which they could do that. But then you um, get the NFL, and and you'll have play. I'm sure you'll have some players opting out anyway, even if they play in the fall. Um, I think you would have, of course, mo- more opt out if you moved it to the if spring. If you moved it to the spring, especially with the NFL draft right there. Don't but what happens out. if you move it to spring and the NFL doesn't have a season? They can't have just an NFL draft, can they? Unless they just go with the uh, same order, same order, or do like a lottery type deal. Yeah, I assume they just go same order. Um, okay, what if what if we don't have a football season at all? The kids come back next year in the same year, right? Of eligibility, it'd have to be and. Just like the spring sports this past year can come back if they want? Yes. I it, It'd have to be. Um, and I saw – Man, if, what a nightmare. Yes. If players were to opt out, because they're going to give them the option, uh, they will still be able – they will keep their same eligibility um, as well. Because you can't force kids to play, of course. No, absolutely not. Um, I have the over-under uh, for each team in the Big Ten. And, and, and this is just accounting for the nine – game season yes which it would be now uh ohio state can you guess they're over under 10 games nine games nine games oh yeah nine games go with eight eight is correct penn state seven seven and a half wisconsin seven seven and a half michigan six and a half Five and a half. Ooh. Yeah, we're working khaki pants. These are pretty uh, low, I think. Indiana. Four and a half. Four and a half. Iowa. Five. Four and a half. Minnesota. Six. Four and a half. What? Northwestern. Three. Four and a half. Illinois and Purdue, as I said, three and a half. I already forgot um, those, so you could quiz me. No. Nebraska. Four and a half. Three and a half. Good. Maryland, <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. Michigan State, two and a half. Two and a half. Rutgers, one and a half. One. This is from SBD Sports Betting Dime. Um, it says your best source for sports book reviews, news. No free ads though. So. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna go through their whole spiel. They didn't ask me to do that. So. <laughs> who's who's taking that Rutgers over though? What? Who's taking the Rutgers over of one? Greg Schiano's family. That's about it. Not me. I mean, I I assume they'd have the same kind of Big Ten schedule. Um, I'm going to go look up, or you, you can look up the Big Ten schedules. 
Uh, just I, I just want to see Rutgers. To be okay, honest. I was looking um, something else up. I can do of that. Of course, of course, they play in the East, where they have to play Ohio State, Michigan, um, Penn State. Those are the big three. Uh, Michigan State should. Be it might be LB Maryland, depending on where it's at. Depending on where it's at, and I think it helps them a little bit that they have a new coach because they won't really know uh, much about Shiano's 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 team. However, uh, Rutgers doesn't have much talent. Yeah, they so. lost one automatic win. The other two. Weren't automatics, though. Is Monmouth an automatic win? I would think so. I know nothing about them. But they lost a home game against Syracuse and a away game at Temple. They lose both of those. But their Big Ten schedules at Ohio State, at home against Illinois, at Purdue, at home against Indiana, at home against Nebraska, at Maryland, at home against Michigan, at Michigan State, at home against Penn State. I give them one. Illinois. Yeah. Maybe I mean maybe Indiana maybe, too, yeah. but it's not like Rutgers I don't see winning a road game. Great crowd anyway. I don't um, think Michigan State will be very good, but I don't see this will be the year where we really see who's well coached, who's the best team. Because oh, yeah. uh, with no crowd, you'll really be able to see. Yep. it'll be extremely tough for upsets to happen. Um, so um, CBS Sports came out. I always enjoy going through this. They do their. Uh, pressure or hot seat rankings one through five for every single coach it's always fun to see give me a coach i'll look him up um lovey smith and let me guess too uh so would one be hot hot or five would be five. hot uh lovey i'll go three it does say three he was five last year yes he helped himself a little bit and with this year, you can't really evaluate coaches, and coaches should get a oh, free pass. Every coach think. Should, should. Should. But do you see USC giving Clay Helton a pass if he does bad this year? Which they should because he's good They should, um, but probably not, unfortunately. i got to find somebody in the five here. Clay Helton is probably five. Number five. Any, any fives in the Big Ten? I wouldn't say there's a one. I don't know if I can't imagine Scott Frost would be a five Scott yet. Frost is a five. Is he really? Wow, that'll upset Three the Cornhusker years, fans. He does. He what did I see? He he would have to win eight games, or maybe seven, to have the same record as their former coach through three years. Not Pelini, but um, Anderson. Was his name Anderson? No, he was the one who. Uh, whatever. Mike Riley. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mike Riley. Yeah, I wanted to say Lincoln, but I knew that one. But it's interesting to look at these. Clay Helton's a five. Chip Kelly's a five. Tom See, Herman's a four. Chip Kelly one makes no sense. He's been there two years. Jimbo's a three already. <sighs> he's 17 and nine like in two years. 26 million. I know. Or 26 year deal. It's all about the buyout, though. Randy Etzel's a five at UConn. He's six and 30. How? Just drop football. Just wait one more UConn. year, please. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, Clay Hilton's a five with a forty and twenty-two record in four years. Yeah, they're not great. Um, they should be better, and I think college football is better when they're really, really good. A lot of coaches are pretty safe according to this, which they should be. Will Muschamp's a four, twenty-six and twenty-five in four years at South Carolina. Mm. Muschamp was such a huge, huge. Um, Coaching prospect when he was at what was he at Texas? Texas? Yeah, it's huge. And he wasn't good at Florida. Khaki pants is three. I would say Harbaugh forty-seven and eighteen through five years. 
That's pretty dang they good. just can't beat OHIO. Your boy, Manny Diaz. He's a four after one year, six and seven. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's, it's a tough job. They're used to playing in front of nobody, so they might do Kirk well. Ferentz, three. He's 162 and 104 in 21 years. I wonder if he's jumped up to a three just because of what's I happened bet in the past. Yes. Month Where's or two? Jeffrey Brom? I didn't even. I'll say Brom's a three. I'm going to say a two. Maybe a two. He's a two. He was a one last year. Moved up to a two. 17, 21, three years. Build a statue, fellas. <laughs> Interesting. All right. It's a nice little college football talk. We haven't been able to talk college football. No, I just months, pray man. that we get a talk college football here. Come on, wear a mask. Please. Oh, Kevin, someone's a four. A scoop. He's a four. He's at Arizona. Yeah, nine and 15 in two years. Um, let's Talk see. about a guy who keeps landing big jobs. Give me uh Malzahn fell to a two. He was a three last year, 62 uh, and 31 through seven years. What? Uh, I, I bet the Vanderbilt coach is a five. Has to be. Derek Mason, I think his name is. I thought, did he not get fired? Maybe he got fired, and I don't remember. Oh, he's a five. I was gonna 27 say. and 47 in seven years. Yeah. He was also a huge coaching prospect from the Stanford tree. Um, it hasn't gone that great for <laughs> Dana Dimmel's a five. Who the he's, heck's that? UTEP's coach is two and 22 in two years. That's, that's one a of, tough job. That's one of the worst jobs. It's one of that's one of eleven each year. <laughs> Good math, J man. Damn it. What about oh? I was gonna say what about Willie Taggart, but he got canned. Yeah. Um. There's got to be another. Just give me one more, and then then we'll we'll move on to something uh, else. Uh. Herm. Oh, at Arizona State. Yeah. Oh, I got to think he's pretty safe. I would say one, one or two. One. It's 15 and 11 in two years. I can't think of many. Uh, but, sure but then you look at a guy like Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Hadn't coached a game when he's a two. He's not even a zero or a one. He's a two. That's no fair. Hey, uh, let's go Fitz, Fitzpatrick. I just, what the heck's his first name? Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were just calling that to be a. No. He's a zero. 99 and 79 through 14 years. He's a zero. Brian Kelly's a zero. He was a one last year. Guess Kelly's record. Ten years. He's been there ten years. Ten years. How many games would that be? I'd assume they made a bowl each year. So yeah. that'd be at least 13 games yeah. a season because they never played a national yep. championship. They don't have a conference playoff, championship uh, to play in. Yes, yeah, so 13. be 130 games. I'm going to go uh, 96 and uh, 34. Pretty close. 92 and 37. Mm. And some fans want him out. I played 129. Some fans want him out. They're pretty delusional. Um, National championship runner up one year and in in the playoff another year. Hey, check check Tennessee's guy. I forget what his name is. Oh, that doesn't help me because it's in I've oh. oh no! Oh wait, no, it is by it's uh, Jeremy Pruitt's a two. Pruitt, yes. Oh, he, two. He, they finished strong last year. He did. They beat Indiana in the bowl game. I forgot they went to a bowl. That was a that was a heartbreaker <laughs> for the Hoosiers. Thirteen and twelve in two years. Yeah, he could probably give him another one. He could probably give him two or three. David Shaw's one. a zero. Yeah. 86 and 34 in nine years. Yeah, Stanford's not a great program. No. Uh, but they haven't been good. I mean, they've been okay. There's some coaches at places I forgot they're even at. Hmm. Mike Gundy's a three. He was a one last year. They were okay, but 15 he got years. Water as he's well. 129 and 64. 15 he's years. He's a good coach, man. One, one, one where old Coach O is. 
I bet he's a zero. zero. Gotta be a zero. Same with Nick Saban. He's a zero. He was a two last year. Yeah, Saban's a zero and was a zero last year. Oh, Kirby Smart. They've been to the playoff about every year, though. Georgia? Yeah. Zero. 44 and 12 in four years. But so one, one, one. Willie Taggart's one a two. He's at Florida Atlantic. Oh, he is? <laughs> uh, what about. Um, kind of a fun little game here. Dan Mullen. One more. And then we'll move on. Dan Mullen. Florida. He's got to be a one. He's a one. 21 and five in two years. Mike Norvell is a one at Florida State. I thought he would be a two. Just because. Because he got himself some hot water a little yes, bit. So if did. Sam Pittman's a two at <laughs> Arkansas. The difference between a Sam Pittman and a um, Mike Norvell. Is that a name Mike? Yes. Um, Mike Norvell was a coach I think a lot of Florida State fans wanted. And Pittman's a coach that not many Arkansas fans knew who he was until he was hired. Interesting. Interesting presentation. All right, I think that's all we got this week for our college football talk. You want to talk a little NBA here? Their season's starting. Well, before we do that, let's stick with football real quick. Okay. There was some big news around the NFL today. We hit oh, on it yes. a lot last week, but the Washington Redskins are officially no longer going to be known as the Redskins. The nickname in the logo is retired as of today, Jan- July 13, 2020. That was a long time coming, as we said. Give me the Washington Red Tails. You can keep the branding. You can easily kind of keep almost kind the same of color logo. Scheme. Yep. Um, I have a few options keep, here. Keep the cursive R. Um, this is from SportingNews.com. Don't sue us. Uh, Washington <laughs> Washington Red Tails. Yeah, I like it. Washington Warriors. Did we talked about that last week. Uh, my personal favorite, the Washington Hogs. I want or, pigskins. Or the Washington Red Hogs. Pigskins. I like pigskins. It's not uh, going to happen. But. The Washington Red Hawks. Miami of Ohio actually gave that suggestion. Okay. That's cool um, of them. To them. Washington Red Wolves. Nah, don't like that one. Looks like Washington State's uniforms a little bit, doesn't it? I don't They're like the that Cougars. one either. Um, honorable mention, we have Renegades. Uh, defenders. That sounds like an XFL name. Uh, the Senators. However, I did see um, the, the s- baseball team. Well, yes, the Washington Nationals still yeah. own those rights, but um, the Senate has such a low approval ratings that they, they wouldn't want to put it. Yeah. Um, the Sentinels was another one. Um, it was the fictional team from the replacements. Uh, but here, here are actually the betting odds. Presidents have the number one odds. Then the Generals, the Lincolns, the Americans. I kind of like the Washington Americans. Then I'd feel an American root against them. That, that would make the rival of Dallas Cowboys mad because they're America's team. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Washington Presidents, I like that one. The Washington Kings. No. I hate it. No, Sacramento's bad enough. The Washington Memorials. I kind of like that one. The Washington Capitals. It's already a hockey team. Yes. The Washington Veterans. No. The Washington Jeffersons. No. He was a slave owner, so no. Washington Roosevelt's, kind of like that. I don't think you can do it off any single president, because there's going to be people that didn't like that president no matter what, and they're going to complain. The Washington Monuments. That's kind of cool. There is a Washington Monument. Washington Arlington's. Arlington Cemetery right there. Uh, No. Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. You ever been to D.C.? I have not. I didn't think you had. I have not been to Boston either. Those are two cities I need to get to. Boston. Boston's awesome. That's what I've heard from about everybody. We traveled a far way to get to Boston. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they got less than two months 
to get this thing yeah, going. We'll know here in a couple weeks. Training camp's got to start here in like a week or two, doesn't it? I just like I said, I think they got to go with something. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep the color scheme. It would be unbelievable if they decide to change the color scheme. You do be having those designers and marketing people working around the clock right now <laughs> to get that stuff done. Yeah, I would think so. As I'm well. sure their social media team will find a really cool way to present this, though. We'll see. Um, I mean, with the video package and all. I mean, all the social media teams at the professional they're sports pretty are pretty dang darn good. good. Yeah, what they do. And I mean, quite the change in even five years. Yep. I mean, five years ago, people were still pretty good at it, but not even close nope. to what they can. It's do evolving now. every day. Um, as far as the NFL goes, um, the NFL and NFLPA still have to agree to safety protocols and yep. all that money things. See and the all new that. concept for the uh, helmet. Oh, the face shield type deal? I did see something about that. Um, it'll interesting be looking. Interesting to see if the players say yes to it or not. They're all going to test it Every team's going to test it out. Most players don't really like change, which I get. No. Um, but uh, Now, the difference between the NFL and the NFLPA is they have a collective bargaining agreement for like 10 years. Um, so they're in a really they have a really good relationship compared to MLB and MLPA. Correct. So it should go a lot, a lot smoother. You want to talk a little NBA here before we get into the Sure, involved? something we don't um, talk about very often. Yes, but it's just because I saw this uh, crawl across my uh, Twitter screen. There's growing belief that Victor Oladipo will attempt to play in the NBA restart after saying he's going to opt out. After making a big deal about he's going to try to play. Maybe the public pressure, which I think is wrong that people were Especially if he goes back and rips his knee apart. Yeah. Because um, he's coming out like next year's contract year. Maybe he's just getting the itch now. Yeah, could be. Which, They're going to stink without him. They're going to stink with him, too. Yeah, so they probably don't have that much with him. Um, but They're not going to uh, do nothing. They're in quarantine there in the bubble. So it's nice to see some video, at least, of players shooting around. Yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook tested positive for COVID-19, but he's in quarantine now. Yes. Uh, yeah, a lot of other players are finally arriving, some foreign players that haven't been, hadn't been over yet. Is – um. The Nuggets guy, yep. Nicole Yoke, just is, arrived. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Well, there he's was still... on his way to camp. He's in the states now. Uh, that's, as of yesterday, that's good because before. even just like yeah, getting over here is tough. Late last week, there was some skepticism as to whether yeah, he he's here now. To Don't know if he's in down in Orlando yet or not. Get over but... here. I saw Luka Doncic is yep. down. And he was yep. uh, guarding a big Boban yeah. Yeah. today, seven foot seven. Yep. It, you know, it was it, the Denver Nuggets released a funny video on social media yesterday. They were throwing the football around. Watching bowl, try to catch a ball. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Guys were hitting him in the hands. He couldn't catch it. He's huge. Can't overthrow him. I, I bet that ball looks like a softball in his hands. But he seems like a nice guy. Oh, he, he seems like he, a great dude. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Jamal Murray can throw the ball pretty well. Those Canadians, man. Mike oh, Malone man. thinks he can throw the ball. He told the Broncos, hey, if you need another player, I can I can, I can, step in and throw the rock. Well, he could probably start right now for him. Well, that's your, you got jokes over here. I'm a funny Jokes. guy. I'm a pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Jokes. But uh, we were talking before we got on the air that um, we think watching the NBA will be fine because we've watched the TBT quite yes. a bit. Congratulations to your Lina and a big win last week over the Columbus crew. They lost, though. Yeah, but they beat that game. stupid team. Yeah, I hated that Columbus crew team filled with players we just despised from 
like our heyday. Of oh, I turned it on and I just basketball. had Aaron, bad flashbacks. Aaron Kraft, David Lighty, John Diebler, William Deshaun Buford. Thomas, William Buford. Um, Lauderdale. Don't remember Dallas first Lauderdale. Um, Jared Sullinger was their head coach. Turner was their GM. And Turner was their general manager. But um, your boy, uh, Demetri McKinney, was on the team. He was on the team. And uh, I didn't see I, – I know he got some tick early. And I, did, got I was going to say, I, whenever I watched, he wasn't playing. I, I know he hit two threes. That's all I know. He's still in shape. He was always kind of bigger. Yeah, he's always a little chunky. Kind of, kind of chunky, and he's pretty chunky, but I think he's still playing. Um, just think you got to watch the Fink Man in the orange and blue one more time. It didn't take me long to start yelling at him. <laughs> Wasn't it nice to kind of watch something you cared about a little bit? I mean, I have not, not time, yelled at the TV since early March. Your uh, neighbors have probably really appreciated that. I unleashed. On the officials, Aaron Kraft runs into his own player, and Illinois gets called for a foul, and he's flopping on the ground like a fish, like he always does, like he's in pain trying to get the foul call. That was his last. I was gonna say you gotta take some. You gotta be pretty happy about that. Professional basketball game um, for money, anyway, because he is going to be joining med school. Nice shout out to uh, the J Man's book of prediction of the week sponsor, Travis Watching, big Buckeye fan. So had to give him a little zing in there. I loved watching that team lose. Yep. It was fun. Yep. But as I said, I think the NBA playing with no fans will go off without a hitch. Um, I, I, when you were watching the game, you didn't even notice Not really. that the fans weren't there because, for one, you had your bench that was going nuts. Uh, you had the commentators, so they were kind of drowning out everything anyway. So. Yeah, unfortunately, and we talked about earlier, I think college football is going to be the harder, hardest one to pull off. It's going to be real tough. Unfortunately. Col- college, I think college basketball is going to be tough. Too. Oh, that will too. More, I, I, more so than uh, the NBA. Yep. But uh, And, I mean, I think it's going to be weird baseball. I know they're going to pump in crowd noise. At least the Cubs have been doing that. Um, I'm excited to hear the sound weird, of the though, ball man. coming off the bat and oh, homers hitting the seats. It sounds like an explosion. That's yeah. But it will be. We'll uh, have some nice just, sounds. We're just, you know, hopefully – Hopefully, hopefully, this is the only year and season we got to get through this. We can just yes. get through it one time, and then hopefully, we'll 20, hopefully in 2021, sports are back to normal. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully the world's back to normal. Yes, yes. Um, Thank you. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm ready for it, too. Uh, we've been lucky enough that I don't know a single person that has actually uh, tested positive for COVID-19. Like somebody that I knew personally. I'm trying to think don't think I I've know known anybody. a few people that have gotten tested. Yes, yes, yeah. I think I'm right there with you. But, so we've been lucky. Mm-hmm. We've been the lucky one. Sure. Transitioning to golf. Yeah, golf had a heck of a golf tournament this past week. It was the kind of the makeshift tournament, the Workday Charity Open, which was supposed to be the John Deere Classic, but then State of Illinois said we're not doing doing it so jack nicholas said eh, they can come to my course we'll play back-to-back weeks we're just going to set it up a little easier for the work day than we do for the memorial a lot of the guys that are going to be playing the memorial which i'll talk about in a bit we're like yeah we'll play another week early just to get some practice so he had a pretty good field interesting uh a few names in contention over the weekend he had uh colin morikawa who's a young stud in the game of golf he had a three-stroke lead going into Saturday, which was tied for the largest lead after 36 holes on the PGA Tour this year. But then come Sunday, he found himself a couple shots back, three strokes back, I believe, by Justin Thomas, who had a lead over Morikawa and Victor Hovland, another young guy from Oklahoma State. Absolute golf powerhouse there. But then Justin Thomas got off to a bad start and found himself two strokes back. But then he 
comes back. Hovland and Morikawa fall a little bit. Jess Thompson got a three-stroke lead with three holes to play. Chokes it away. Morikawa forces a playoff. So they go play hole 18. Both guys hit terrible tee shots. And then they both get on the green. Justin Thomas is 50 feet, 55 feet, I think it was, away. Holds it from birdie and just screams. Makes the biggest yell of any golfer this year because there's no crowd. And I just imagined if there was a crowd during that putt, holy cow. So then I'm like, oh, you know, Mark Howard gave it a good run. He's got a 25-footer. Drills it. Like, he's got some stones on him. That's Ice in his veins. I mean, in the putt was teetering back forth, left, right, left, right, barely curled in no, the left side of the hole. I wonder if not having fans during a moment like that helps them kind of yeah, probably. focus a little more because uh, you don't feel as much tension from Good. everyone else. That was the first moment, though, through these fanless golf tournaments. I really, really wish we had fans because on the, both those putts, they would have went nuts. So right. they played hole 18 again. Both parred, I believe. Justin Thomas missed a puff for the win. Then they went to hole 10. Justin Thomas hit a blocks a tee shot, gets behind one skinny tree, dead behind it to where he couldn't really do anything. Marikawa t- uh, pounds a drive, gets his on the green. Justin Thomas had a pitch out. Then he puts his third further away than Marikawa already was. Justin Thomas misses. All Marikawa has to do from uh, nine feet to two putt. Just cook. Cozies it up there, taps it in for his second career win. But he's young. I mean, the dude. 23 years old. He's born, young. Born in 1997. Makes yeah. me feel we were, old. We were in kindergarten. But uh, <laughs> Kalamarakawa became just the second player since 1996 to pick up his second win before his second missed cut, joining Tiger Woods. Tiger won 43 times before his second missed cut. That's 43 insane. times. That's just stupid. That's Most stupid. of the Tiger stats in his prime are just stupid. That's my least favorite stat you've shared on this podcast. I read it yesterday. <laughs> this morning, I, I had to screenshot that. I can't believe what I just That's read. That's insane. 43 times before missing hit. What? Before missing his second cut. He yes. won 43 times. I know. I think he said Morikawa tied Tiger Woods for most consecutive cuts yes. to start a career. Yes. And it was like um, 26, I want to say, or something. Something like that. And then he won 43 times before missing another cut. I don't know if Mickelson Mickelson has the most wins on tour right now of anybody besides Tiger, and he's right around 43, I want to say. I'm going to look it up. I mean, and he did it before he missed a second cut. <laughs> the dude just, un, like, sometimes oh, I don't know if he's human, man. especially when he's in his prime. Uh, Phil's won 44 events in his career. Good. And his I career. 43 before he missed a second cut. Oh, man. I don't think we'll ever see anything remotely no, like that. Not like ever. we did when he was in his prime. And speaking of Eldrick Tiger Woods, he makes his return. First tournament back for him. Be a little rusty, I bet. Since the PJ Tour went on break. He's in a featured, featured group this week with J-Man's boy, Roy McIlroy, and Brooks Kepka. He also have Phil That's Mickelson. a heck of a group. Yeah, these are some power groups here. A lot, a lot of majors won there. Yeah, this field just stupid stacked. This is like a major field. This is one of the bigger non-major tournaments every year. Jack Nicholas does a really good job running it. You got Phil Mickelson, Justin Rose, and Shane Lowry together. You have Bryson DeChambeau, Colin Motorkawa, Patrick Cantley, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, and Dustin Johnson are just some of the featured groups. The power rankings... Uh, via pjtour.com at 15, you got Hideki Matsuyama, 
Asayama. At 14, you got Tiger Woods. He's won this tournament five times. You got John Rahm at 13. John Rahm. Kevin Streelman at 12. He had a good Never week. He, he tied for seventh this past week. Gary Woodland is 11. Xander Shoffley at 10. Ian Poulter, good week this past week. He tied uh, for fifth. Uh, he is ninth. Roy McRoy. This will be the J-Man's Bucket Prediction of the Week. Rory McIlroy will go in there. Is that where is that? Columbus? Yes. To the m- memorial? Yes. <laughs> Tournament and win. He has four top tens and a tie for 15th and eight trips at the memorial. Book it! The <laughs> J-Man's Bucket Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching for Life. Home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm. Contact Travis at 219 869 4561. You can also email him at travis.watering at com. Victor Hovland is at seven. The rookie is among the 22 in the field who's. Or if he yet- goes by Hove. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You want to ask him? Sure. He's among the 22 in the field who's yet to rest since the restart, and he's the only one to go five for five all for top 25s. No yes. one has scored better tee to green in the last three tournaments. I bet he's made some coin here yeah. the past uh, five weeks. Webb Simpson, he has two wins, three seconds, and a third in the last 12 months. He comes at number six. Patrick Cantley, number five. Dustin Johnson at number four. Two weeks off after winning the Travelers. You got Justin Thomas, who lost in the playoff at number three. Last week's winner, Colin Morikawa, at number two. So you're thinking, who the heck's going to be number one? Well, who haven't I mentioned yet that we've talked about a bunch? I bet it's a Bryson DeChambeau. It is Mr. Muscle, Bryson DeChambeau himself. Um, he's His last few tournaments, tied for fifth, second, fourth, tied for third, tied for eighth, tied for sixth, and a win. And he's won here before, in 2018. You picking him? Well, some other names that aren't on this list, Justin Rose, Brooks Kepka. Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, and Jordan Spieth. Didn't Justin Rose just shoot 10 over? Yeah, he did not make the cut. He's a former winner here. I'm going Victor Hovland. Give me the Rook. H to the OB. I'll be wrong, but give me the Rook. Give me the former Oklahoma State Cowboy. I just Googled Victor Hovland's net worth, and it said $740 million, and I know that's not right. No, not even <laughs> close. <laughs> uh, he's made some coin here the past five yeah. weeks. Yes, he has for sure. So looking forward to another fun golf event the pga tour did announce yesterday that the rest of his its events which is the pga championship and the playoffs etc are not going to have any fans the only two tournaments that still possibly could are the u.s open because it's run by the usga and not the pga tour and the masters because the masters is run by its own committee not the pga tour so doubt we'll see fans of either one i would be more hopeful for the masters in november than the U.S. Open, which is, I believe, in September. Huh. And the U.S. Open's in New York. so Yes. And the Masters course in Georgia, November. Talk a little baseball here for a second. Please. We our, got some time. Our good buddy Andrew Eiler keeps sending us messages uh, about the uh, Reds. Not um, going to be my good buddy if he keeps it up any longer. The Reds Just live joking, scrimmage. Andrew. And I can't emphasize this enough. I don't care. So when Andrew, when you listen to this, knock it off. Minute mark... Uh, 50-59. I, lo- I love you, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> but baseball is just a week and a half away, yep. um, starting uh, Thursday night, uh, September, September, July 23rd, with the uh, 
Nationals and Yankees. Um, seems like the positive tests have kind of calmed down, which is what they were hoping for after the first kind of very, very small wave uh, where only, I think, 1.2% of tests uh, came back positive. Cubs are still the only team that have not had a positive it's test. pretty incredible. Um, they're taking it very, very seriously, as should every single uh, I was going to say, I bet every team's taking it very seriously. But very, very seriously. And it's, it's really it's up to the players if they want to have a season. They can't go out and do a whole lot in their free time. They have to quarantine and stay in like the tbt man they were yeah. re- as strict as you can be it's the rules it's going to be really tough uh, to kind of rein in the players i'm sure the players are taking it very seriously we've had a few big names well, the guys out. who don't want to play aren't playing they're opting sure. out so uh, david price i think we talked about last week he's former cy young award winner i had a book it a few weeks ago that a mvp would opt out and um we did have one in buster po- a former mvp yes in buster posey his wife adopted um or he and his wife adopted, I think, twin girls. That's what you said say, the other day. So um, that are six months old. So it's smart for him to opt out. Um, and I think we're just going to see more and more players. Um, I know you, Darvish, said today that he was um, thinking about opting out, but when he saw how serious the Cubs and his teammates were taking it, he um, he's looking forward to the season. And it's still not a hundred percent that he doesn't opt out because something could happen and sure. wreck the whole thing. But uh, as of now, I'm looking forward to a baseball season. I feel better about it right now than I did a week or two ago. Um, of course, we're getting closer. Yep. And um, teams should be starting to play their three exhibition games starting the weekend. I think Cubs start Sunday against the White Sox. So it'll be nice uh, to get some baseball once again. It's going to be really, really weird. You'll see some players um play that you normally wouldn't see you'll see some players not play that you normally would want to see and um it's just going to be strange and this season will always kind of be looked at as uh maybe not a sham because i mean if they're giving out a trophy the guys want to win it regardless. oh yeah they're competitors at the uh, end of the day and that's what all the players are saying um but it just feels like there's going to be an asterisk next to this season regardless every uh, sport really of every sport sure uh, but especially baseball when they're playing a third yeah. of their games. I was going to say, maybe not golf because, really, they're going to have close to a full season. Not yeah. quite, but yeah. – and they, and they and get the playoffs in the majors, so it's up to British Open. But. College football without their three. Um, actually, I think this will make the season more compelling than yeah. watching an Alabama play a Mercer or well, something. Well, we still don't know if the SEC is going to sure. do that. I it, would think every conference could follow suit, yes, but um, – I can't imagine they don't. Uh, they would look pretty bad, I would think. Honestly, I, I don't know if the NCAA can even step in and say this is what we're going to do or not. I, I'm sure they have the authority to do it, but I assume they would end up just canceling all um, non-conference games in every fall sport. So That's yeah, probably the <clears throat> right move. Yep, absolutely. We have about five minutes left. you want to hear uh, the birdie bogey real quick? Sure. Real quick. we got five minutes yeah. left. So as I said last week, we uh, oh before we go, um, before I get to that, I forgot uh, J Lo and Alex Rodriguez are putting together an investment group to uh, bid to buy the Mets. I just puked in my mouth. Some of these uh, on the list: Travis Kelsey, Super Bowl champion tight end, Travis. My Kelsey. second least fair player in the league. NFL running back Demarco Murray. Random. NBA All Star Bradley Beal. Really random, random sharpshooter. 
and Hall of Fame linebacker Brian Erlacher. Mentioned him earlier with the hair uh, plugs. Would be kind of. I think it's I think it's destiny, J man. Um, so, I th- you know I think it is too. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking today. You know, I'm just messing with you, dude. I'm gonna have to get like a shampoo that grows my hair. But you know I'm so bald right now that you might as well just embrace it. Yeah, or you could go to Kevin Malone, get a wig. <laughs> I wasn't talking not, about the Kleenex box. It's not Ashton Kutcher. Nope. Equally handsome, equally smart. I I could just go with the old red form and look. Yeah. That's classic. You do have some red forming in you. Yeah. Love red forming. Anyway, getting back to our party <laughs> bogey. Jacob DeGrom could become the third ever pitcher to win three consecutive Cy Young mm. Awards. Who were the other two to do this? <laughs> Justin Verlander? Nope. We're on right away. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. These guys are no longer playing. Okay. Um, Still awesome. So I'll give you another guess, and if you get both of them, I'll give you a par. Pedro? No. So no. you're getting a – Randy Johnson? Randy. Kurt Schilling? No. Roger Clemens? No. Nolan Ryan? Nope. I can't even think of guys who used to play. Back-to-back Cy Young's. Three straight Cy Young's. Three straight Cy Young's. Um, Randy, who else pitched for a while, was really good. It's going to make you really mad when I tell you. I'm sure it will because I am just blanking. Either way, it was a pathetic display. Um, Do you expect anything different when it comes to me and MLB trivia? I am the worst. a lot better than me. Yes, I have. The past couple weeks. I, have, so. um, I really can't think of anybody right now. Just give it to me. Gregory Maddox. Ha! Forgot. Him and Glavin and Smoltz, the dominant team in the 90s, didn't even come across my brain. Don't leave out Steve Avery. He was on that pitching staff, too. Kevin Millwood towards the end. <laughs> I forgot about uh, Kevin Millwood. Mike Hampton. Man um, the past. But the Braves are keeping their name, but they're not sure about the Tomahawk chop. They, they've needed to get rid of that Tomahawk Chiefs chop too. forever. Chiefs, too. Chiefs, too. Get it out. Florida State out. Seminoles. All of y'all. Haven't heard really another word about the, the Indians. Uh, Cleveland Indians changing theirs. Cleveland Rocks. I like the Cleveland Rocks. I do Rocks. like it too. Uh, it's probably too close to the Rockies. Yeah, probably because they um, go by the Rocks as a name. Yeah, but uh, it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Why don't you wrap us up there, J-Man? Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Noble Gnome LLC, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching, The Damn Landing, and Performing Print House. Uh, thanks for watching. As I said, live on the ISC Sports Give Network. Give us a rating. Give us a rating. Apple, on, Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, please. We're, helps us out. We're on uh, TuneIn Radio. If we get the 50 ratings, Both we'll do a giveaway. Google Podcast, iHeartRadio. Oh, mask up, everybody, so... Uh, we don't have to take a hiatus. We don't have to go on hiatus. You'll miss our beautiful faces and our beautiful voices. My voluptuous beard. Yeah, that too. We'll see you next Monday with our Major League Baseball preview oh, yeah. show. I better study up. Can't wait. See you next week. Have a great week, everybody.